Hi everyone, welcome back to episode 6 of Wine and Climb. This is Maeve. This is a podcast where my friend Lizzie and I talk about the highs and lows of being a female in corporate America. And every single week we drink and rate a new wine while we're discussing all of our crazy stories, funny stories, good, bad, and pretty much everything in between. Sometimes we go on little side notes and tangents, but everything kind of comes back to us just trying to entertain you guys and talk about our experiences and hopefully give you some tips and tricks on how to navigate um, corporate America life as a young female. So this week, it is just me, Maeve, flying solo. Um, Those of you who are avid listeners will know that Two weeks ago, Lizzie did her Get to Know Lizzie episode, Um, so if you have not listened to that, please, please do go check it out, pause this, and please come back, (laughs) but she talked about some really great stuff like um, moving to, you know, a different university halfway through her freshman year, Um, all of the different jobs she's had since graduating college in, you know, multiple different industries and how good jobs and bad jobs, you know, played into her mental health and Um, she talks a lot about how much she loves therapy and it's just some, there's some really good content in there. So definitely if you have not gone to listen to that, check it out. Um, but yeah, this is my version of that. This is my solo episode. We definitely have touched on, you know, some of the things that Lizzie talked about in her episode and some of the things I'm going to talk about today. Um, we touched on them in episode one when we gave like some little high level overviews about ourselves, but we thought that it would be good for you guys to get to know us on like a deeper kind of more personal level and get a little bit more in depth about our stories and our experiences and again just like why we decided after so many years that it was time to make a podcast about corporate America and corporate life. Um, Definitely not to say there's not like way worse stories or way worse experiences out there because I'm sure there a thousand percent is but this is just kind of what's gone on in our lives and yeah we just wanted to share it and hopefully get some giggles and get a little wine drunk so yeah I guess speaking of wine I'll start with what I'm drinking today so I know that I shit on yellowtail in multiple episodes um but that's what I'm drinking <laughs> tonight um Partially because my wine bottle opener broke and this is a screw top bottle. So that kind of um, pulled me towards it in the grocery store this evening. But also it is a Shiraz and I, I don't even know if I'm fucking saying that right. I feel like I have not seen a Shiraz wine since I moved here. And I know that that's probably not true. I'm sure this has been on the grocery store like aisle for many, many years, but I've just never noticed it. And I feel like I've never heard of anyone since I moved to America, like drinking Shiraz or talking about it, I never ever see it on like restaurant wine menus. That's for sure. So I was like, oh shit. Like, I feel like I remember my grandparents drinking this when I was younger or it being in the house or just like people talking about it. And I've never tried it. And I feel like I've tried most wines. So I was like, that's a new kind. So I decided to try it and jokes on me because I definitely thought until I got to like the checkout line that Shiraz was a white wine. Um, but I guess it's not, it's red. So yeah, I don't know. I've, I've got that wrong my entire life, I guess. But you know, I like red wine better, so it's fine. Um, the back of the bottle says rich and smooth with juicy red berries and hints of vanilla and spice. Um, it is from Southeastern Australia. This bottle is a 2021. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's okay. It's not the 
best wine I've ever had. Um, I really only wanted to try it because I've never tried a Shiraz before. It, I don't know, I feel like it kind of tastes sweet. Um, and I, I'm not like a huge like overly I'm not a fan of like overly sweet wines I wouldn't say it's overly sweet but it's it's a little bit sweet for my taste um so I think I would give it like a six out of ten probably maybe a 6.5 because it's vegan and I don't think all wine is vegan so I'll give it like an extra 0.5 just for being vegan if there's any vegans out there listening or if you care about that kind of thing um I don't I like cheese too much but yeah it says the Casella, Castella, I don't know, family has been crafting wine for generations. Uh, blah, 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 nothing interesting there. Okay. 6 out of 10, 6.5 out of 10 for the vegan part. Yeah, it's not bad. I'd, I wouldn't repurchase personally. Um, but again, my opinion means jack shit because the tasting and rating wine every week is pretty much just an added layer of fun. Um, not to be taken too seriously, we will rarely rarely be rating anything that is not um, just a grocery store wine. Um, it's, yeah, just a little bit of added fun, a little bit of way for us to feel a little bit more comfortable talking about all of these crazy corporate stories. Um, and definitely helping me tonight um, doing this episode solo because I don't have Lizzie to bounce off. And I would be lying if I said I hadn't tried to record the intro like seven times already. So... Hopefully you guys can bear with me. Um, hopefully you guys don't mind listening to me blabber on a bunch of bullshit for the next 30 minutes. Um, it's not all bullshit. There's definitely some interesting uh, stories of like bosses that I've had and, and things like that. And if you have been listening every week, you'll know <laughs> disrespect is like a big thing for me. And you'll hear a little bit about like ways that I felt disrespected in the past. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of it for like intro and introducing the wine I'm drinking. I don't have Lizzie to clink with me this week, but um, we'll be back together next week and you'll hear all the clinking glasses and us probably drinking too much wine next week. So yeah, with that, I'll do my weekly recap. I think the biggest thing for me this past week was I was in New York for the weekend, which was amazing. Um, I'm still exhausted. I'm recording this on a Tuesday evening and I am so freaking tired. We went, my boyfriend and I, we went to New York at 5am on Saturday. We landed in, in Manhattan at like, like seven something. Um, and then we, well, no, we didn't land in Manhattan. We landed in Newark. That's a lie. And then we took the train into Manhattan. So we got into Manhattan at like, I don't know, it's a little bit before 10 a.m. <clears throat> and literally from 10 a.m. onwards, we cycled all day. We rented bikes and we cycled what felt like every inch of Manhattan trying to find the friend. <laughs> if you listen to the other episode, you know, Friends is my favorite show in the entire fucking world. And I was determined to take a picture outside the Friends apartment in Greenwich, um, and it took us way longer than we thought we would to, to find it, but we found it sure enough after hours of cycling. Um, but it was amazing. If you know me personally, go look at my pictures on Instagram because, oh my God, it was a dream come true. Um, yeah, cycled around Central Park. Um, we felt like real locals because we decided to take the bikes like the entire length of Manhattan pretty much from, well, from like way up at the top of Central Park all the way right down to like the ocean at the very fucking bottom and we're like where you can see the statue of liberty and we were literally my parents are gonna kill me if they're listening to this i haven't even told them we were like weaving in and out of like traffic 
on the bikes in the middle of New York City, like, weaving in and out of, like, the big yellow taxis and, like, it was the most terrifying fucking experience of my life. My boyfriend was like, this is great. Like the adrenaline is so amazing. And I was like clinging on for dear life. Like my forearms hurt from like trying to use every ounce of strength in my body to try and like keep my bike just going straight and not like get run over by a New York City cab. So definitely an experience. Um, Saturday night, we we met with uh, one of my really, really good childhood friends from Ireland. She also moved to America. She moved to New York a couple years ago. She has some family here. So we met up with her and her boyfriend on Saturday night and we did like dinner and drinks. Oh my gosh, the best duck noodles I have ever fucking had in my life. I will order duck anytime it's on a menu and it was so fucking good. Um, and then we went to a rooftop bar and the cocktails were like $21. So we only stayed for one, um, because obviously a rooftop bar in Manhattan, like what else is to be expected? But the view is something I will never, ever, ever forget. It was, it was incredible. It was like something from a movie or a TV show. Um, something that like, it was definitely worth the $21 espresso martini for sure. Um, but yeah, super fucking hungover then Sunday morning, but nonetheless, we got up early, we got breakfast and we walked and we walked, and we walked, we walked over the bridge to Brooklyn, we walked around Brooklyn, we walked back over to Manhattan, we walked the High Line, we walked around Chelsea Market, we walked around Times Square, and then at the end of the day, we ran, I mean, sprinted through Penn Station, because we were going to miss the last train to get our flight back, so a lot of running, my legs hurt, my feet hurt, I'm covered in blisters, but we move, it was the best, day like it was just so much fun so much exploring like we were just trying to be like locals like we weren't trying to go to like the statue of liberty and go to like the empire state building because we've both done all that before my boyfriend and i um but yeah we just like i don't know we just like spent the day exploring and, and looking at cool coffee shops and things like that so yeah we got our flight left new york on sunday night at like 11 p.m and i think by the time we got back to our apartment in charlotte it was like two o'clock in the morning on monday um and then yeah up bright-eyed and bushy-tailed four hours later for work so um it's been a crazy hectic couple days for me but um it was it was so much fun like so 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 much fun um but now that I'm back from New York my mind is just like on the fact that I'm going to Ireland in three weeks like that is the only thing like on my mind is like Ireland prep like making sure I've like got everything I needed to buy making sure I've got my suitcase like getting like my hair appointment like before I go like all of that stuff is like in full swing now um it's the first time I'm gonna be back in Ireland to see all my friends since before COVID um and god I'm just so I'm so fucking excited I go in three three weeks to the day actually um so oh god I can't, I just can't fucking wait um so yeah that's kind of where my mind is right now and it's gonna be for the next three weeks until I am there so me and Lizzie are gonna probably have to do some pre-recording so that we don't leave you guys hanging for two weeks um while I'm out of the country but yeah I'm just I'm so excited so you guys are probably gonna hear a lot about like my prep for that um over the next couple weeks on our weekly recaps and then you probably won't hear me shut up about it either on the weekly recaps um for the like month or two after that (laughs) but I guess that's kind of like the perfect segue um into this solo episode about myself and um just kind of like my background and where I've come from and why I am the way I am why like I don't know why like the jobs I've had the experiences I've had and things like that so Ireland let's start there 
I live, grew up in Ireland. My entire family, aside from my parents, my brothers lived there. Um, we moved here because of my dad's corporate America job. Funny enough, I had a fucking vendetta against corporate America for a very, very long time because I was so pissed that how could they ever move a poor 16-year-old girl across the world? Like, do they not know that I have friends and a life in little old Dublin? Um, and now obviously working in corporate America, I'm like, they are just shuffling people around this planet. Like there's no fucking tomorrow. Everybody's moving to every corner of the country and world. And obviously now like with things being remote, it's like way easier to like be working in a position that you're in, um, without actually having to physically get up and like transport your whole life. But, um, yeah, back in 2011, maybe wasn't so easy to, you know, do your job from a different country. So yeah, they gave my dad, he worked for the corporate America job, um, worked for a big American company. They had some offices in Ireland and they just gave him an opportunity that he could not pass up. Um, I, no matter how many pros and cons lists I made, he couldn't pass it up. I think like every day he'd come home after he kind of told us that this was an option. Well, an option. He was like, we're moving. And I tried to make it an option, but it, it there, no, there wasn't really much budge, budging on that. Um, yeah, I made like so many pros and cons lists with no, no pros, all cons. Um, just, uh, any excuse under the sun that I could think of all the kicking and screaming that I wasn't going and that you were going to have to drag me on the plane by my hair, which they basically did. Um, yeah, God, I, I mean, I was 15, about to be 16 years old. It was, I arrived like the end of sophomore year of high school. So pretty much halfway through high school. Um, God, I, I made my parents' lives hell. So mom and dad, if you're listening, like I'm fucking sorry for everything because I really did. Like I swore I'd never speak to my dad again. I was so livid. I thought he had ruined my life forever. I thought corporate America had ruined my life forever. I was like, I swore up and down I was going to move back to Ireland as soon as I turned 18. Joke's on me. I'm going to be 27 soon and I'm still here. Um, but yeah, I... I just, when you're 16 and you, like, it's, you're in your little bubble, like, you've got your friends, you've got your boyfriend or your girlfriend or whoever, you've got, you know, your little routine, you've, you know, you think that that's life and that there's nothing else outside of that little bubble and you think that, like, everything's gonna stay the same forever, you're, you know, you're gonna still be hanging out in the same area, doing the same things, like, hanging out with the same people and that's obviously not how life works, but when you're 16, like, that is how life works and you refuse to believe it's not. Um, so yeah, definitely thought my life was over. Clearly not. Clearly being fucking dramatic per usual, if you know me, but yeah, we, I, I got over it obviously eventually, but not, not very quickly. Like it did take time. Um, high school was shit. I fucking hated it. I hated everything about high school. Um, we moved to quite like a clicky kind of area. Like I wouldn't say like prestigious area, but I went to a high school that was very clicky and being the new girl, not only being the new girl, but being the new girl who also like talked differently and dressed kind of differently and wore way more makeup and fake tan than fucking anybody. God, I walk in there like oompa loompa. Like I just was, I was just coming from a very different background than anybody who I was going to high school with when I moved here. And it was miserable. It took me a very, very long time to try and like blend in and make friends. And I think that's why my accent disappeared so quickly too. Cause I just tried to, pretty much like suppress it as much as possible and like talk American to sound like I wasn't the new girl um and I kind of regret it I I definitely re- like 
wish that I had held on to my accent a little bit longer. That's not to say it doesn't like pop right back in when I'm just like sitting at home with my parents, but I definitely, yeah, I tried to blend in as much as I possibly could. And you know, I, that's what I had to do at 16 just to fucking get by. But I went to college, you know, two years later, two years after we moved here, went to college. And that's when I really was like, okay, wait, maybe I'll, maybe I'll stick around. Maybe this isn't so bad. Like, sorry, mom. Sorry, dad for being like a rebellious teenager who wanted to make your life miserable. Um, I really like everyone was new in college and it was kind of cool to have a background of like, oh, I'm from a different country. Like, um, so yeah, college was where I really, really started to like being here, like loved the idea of like the American like college parties, red solo cups, beer pong, like going to parties, um, living alone, like living on campus with my friends at the time, um, all that, like so, so fucking cool. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely like, that's when I started to really like get into the swing of things and be like, okay, like I'm going to make a life here and corporate America might not be that bad you know, especially when you decide to go to college to be a marketing major. There's not a whole lot else other than corporate America that you can do necessarily. Um, Well, I mean, that's probably not true, but for the type of marketing that I was really, really wanting to like get into, like advertising and stuff like that, like I feel like corporate America was the route that I was going to go. But yeah, made some really amazing friends in college that I still talk to to this day. Obviously, Lizzie being one of them, we were both marketing majors um met my boyfriend my sophomore year of college seven years ago it's actually our seven year anniversary on the day that you guys are listening to this episode so happy anniversary to us um he is an engineer we just happened to have one class that overlapped between engineering and the business school and yeah the rest is history I guess um but yeah met some really good friends that I still talk to every single day um fun fact the my senior year of college, the big like senior project capstone that we had to do, everyone was assigned a company and the company that my group that I was in with Lizzie, um, we were assigned a company that is now the company that I work for four years later, um, which is pretty cool. Definitely used that to my advantage in my interview. I was like, I know this company inside and fucking out, just you wait. Um, but yeah, so college was honestly a really, really good experience for me. Um, that's not to say that I think everybody like should experience college or go to college. I think the world is is changing quite a lot and I don't I really truly do not think that you have to go to college. There's trade schools, there's so many certifications online for different like social media management and and all that kind of stuff and I I really don't think that everybody necessarily needs a college degree to go really far in life depending on what if you want to be a fucking doctor like yeah, you have to go to med school, you can't teach yourself how to be a doctor, but I do think there's, like, so many avenues, and so just that to say, like, I truly, truly loved and enjoyed college, and and I wouldn't change my experiences in college for the world, however, I'm not a big advocator for, like, you have to go to college to make it in this world, you have to go to college to get into corporate America, or to get into the field that you want to get into, um, so yeah, that's just my two cents on that, but that's, I'm getting sidetracked, so, in college, let me see, I obviously was a marketing major, I knew I wanted to be like in advertising for for sure, um, but advertising is still quite broad, obviously, so I got my first internship um, the summer between my junior and senior year of college, um, it was a digital advertising internship, so there was like 
paid search, um, social media, there was YouTube, display. Um, if you're a marketing major, you're probably familiar with all of these things. There's like OTT and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, I hadn't really had much exposure to any of that kind of like advertising yet. Um, I don't know if it was just because it was like, I don't know, early in Facebook advertising? Would you call 2016, 2017 early in Facebook advertising? I don't know. I guess it wasn't as like dependent on as it is now, but a lot of the advertising we were learning in college was like billboards and TV commercials and things like that. So I really loved this internship where I got to learn like so much of the digital space, like where the world is going in terms of marketing and advertising. Um, And that is where I learned about paid search, which is what I work in now. Um, So yeah, internship, shadowed a lot of different types of digital marketing and then found out about paid search and I loved it so much that I used to just like go into work early and ask the paid search team if there was projects I could work on them for them like on that particular week or that particular day because I just like I loved the team and I loved how they were teaching me and I loved everything that I was learning and I was good at it which I feel like I haven't been very good at a lot of things in my, like, not that I've been good at a lot of things in my life. I've never, like, had a lot of talents. I've always been good at writing. I've always loved writing, but, um, I did, that was, like, kind of my backup for school was if I didn't do marketing, I would do journalism, but at the time, I was just scared that I wouldn't be able to find a job as easily, so I decided to go with marketing, but, yeah, aside from writing, I was never, like, I don't know, I never was like super talented at anything. So when I was good at paid search, I was like, sign me up. I actually enjoy this and I'm good at it, which is rare. Um, So yeah, I, they obviously thought I was good at it too because they extended my internship to be solely a paid search internship through my senior year of college, which was amazing. I was so freaking happy. Um, I was working my fucking ass off. I was working like 34, 35 hours a week um, at the internship in my senior year of college while also doing like a full class load and like doing our senior project and being the team lead on that and also doing like some other little side things that I was working on and it was just it was it was a fucking lot and I don't know how I don't know how I even made it through like because I was still like out partying all the time recently 21 like there was no way I was staying home on the weekends like I was running on empty for probably six months but I like wouldn't change a thing about it I just I didn't sleep and I got through and made good grades and at the end of it they extended that internship into a full-time job so literally graduated on a Friday from college and then started the paid search team full-time on a Monday like I do regret not giving myself like any time between college and going into the corporate world that is one thing that looking back on everything I've done I do regret I regret not like even going to fucking Florida for a week. Like I should have given myself a break, but I think at the time I was so scared that if I was like, okay, like, yeah, I'll start in, I don't know, in June instead of May 10th or whatever it was, they'd be like, oh, you obviously don't want this enough. And there's a million other college grads who will scoop this job up in a second. So I just felt like at the time I had to like tell them like, yes, like, do you want me to come in to like work the afternoon after graduation? I wanted to seem like eager beaver. And looking back, like, that's just so not fucking necessary. And I think, like, more and more employers are kind of looking for you to, like, have more of those, like, cool travel experiences and stuff. Like, and just, like, experience the world than just know how to, like, copy and paste behind a desk. At least that's that's how people that I've talked to are starting to look. Maybe not all employers, but I feel like if I was a manager, I would be like, yes, go... Go, go see the world for a minute and like you can have a couple weeks off between graduation and I'm sure my 
manager that I had going into that job absolutely would have said the same thing, but I was too fucking scared to be like, can I have three days off? But like, I'll, no, it was, I'll see you Monday. Like I'm still hungover from graduation, but I'll, I'll see you Monday. Um, so yeah, I honestly, I love that job so much. I was there for four years total. If you include the internship, three years full time. Um, I got a promotion during that time to a senior position. Um, I loved, like, I was learning so much through, like, the boss that I had at the time. She was such an advocate for, like, certification. So, like, that's where I got my Google Analytics, my Google Ads, my um, Microsoft, Google Shopping, um, all of that stuff. All of those certifications I got at that job because the woman that I was working for, she was just such an advocate for learning, and I absolutely loved that. And then I loved, like, she left after a while, um, and that's kind of when things went downhill for me, but <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, and that's nothing on her at all. Like, obviously, like, she got a bigger and better opportunity. Like, congrats to her. Um, it was just, we'll get there. Um, but, yeah, after she left and there was some, like, you know, kind of more junior people on the team that were working under me, like, I kind of tried to, like, show the advocacy, too, for learning and, like, encourage them to do all their certifications and encourage them to get out there and, like, talk to their clients and set up these, like, you know, monthly check-ins or weekly check-ins, you know, depending on the client. And I really did, like, see myself there for a very, very, very long time. It was, like, I was in my groove and it took me a while to get there. Obviously, I was a baby. I was right out of college and I was very timid in the beginning. But, like, as I got more comfortable with clients, I, I really, like, I really got to, like, a good place there. And, I mean, once some highlights for me were like, you know, with the digital sales manager out of Manhattan, like giving a presentation with her. Granted, I was there via Zoom, but like giving a presentation with her to like a bunch of potential clients in Manhattan just to like explain to them like the different products that the company that I was working for could offer. Um, and just, God, it was it was just a cool opportunity to talk to all these like business managers and, and tell them about how great paid search is. And that probably sounds so dorky to anybody who knows about paid search and what it is, but it's a very cool experience for me at the time. And another highlight too was when we were starting, I was working on paid search mostly, but kind of helping out with really ramping up social media because it was more and more in demand and it was one of our smallest products. And, um, I was really helping ramp up the paid social media stuff. And I got to fly out to New York City um, and meet with the Facebook and Instagram reps at the Facebook and Instagram headquarters in Manhattan. And like, that was just so fucking cool to do. Like, I really did like love that job and had some amazing experiences. I was working with clients all over the Northeast of the US. So all kinds of people, all different backgrounds, all size companies, some national companies, some tiny mom and pop stores, like every industries across like you can't even imagine like from breweries to healthcare to education to car dealerships like it, it was just such good exposure I think for like a first-time job and it truly truly made me love paid search um and then so right before COVID is when the lady that I had been working under who I absolutely loved she left again for bigger better opportunities which is amazing for her um her manager was a male and he told me that there was no point in applying for her position like because that would be my next step up on the ladder realistically because they were on a hiring freeze for COVID and there was no chance that anybody was going to be promoted or hired for the foreseeable so basically don't bother and me being naive I think and and just the the unknown of COVID too at the time um, I was like, okay, I, I won't apply because he told me not to. Um, and obviously, like, 
you live and you learn and I, I absolutely should have applied but again uncertainty and not knowing like my place at the time like I didn't apply for the job a few weeks later a new person a man comes in the door and is like I'm your new manager and I went to the VP and I was like the fuck you literally said we were on a hiring freeze and told me not to apply and he was like oh yeah sorry like forgot like we unfroze it and like yeah sorry basically and I was like okay well like is there anything I can do in the future like to to be better to like you know be chosen for this position and he was like nah like you're good where you're at and I was like okay well you didn't even give me a fucking chance but that's fine so this new guy comes in and oh god I how long did I last under him about so I would say about nine months I think I lasted under this guy and I took so much shit from him and I fucking hated it he would refer to me as little girl all the time because he was like middle-aged well I'd say he's probably in his 50s and I was what like 24 at the time um he would call me little girl all the time uh one day on zoom he told me that I looked like shit literally said the words you look like shit um and I didn't really look at like any different than I did any other day. Like, so obviously I always looked like shit. Um, I literally didn't look any different. Like hair was the same, same sweater that I wore like, you know, once a week or whatever. Um, yeah, told me I look like shit. So that was nice. Um, would make a fool of me in front of clients and just completely contradict me in front of clients that I'd been working with for a very, very long time because he didn't like how things had been ran in the past and And I get when new management comes in and they want to like improve things. But this was like not wanting to improve. This was just wanting to undermine and come in and do things his way. Um, One time we had an argument because he told me he wanted me to clock out if I ever had to go to the bathroom. um, Because he was like a fucking like one of those people who really, really like takes clocking in and out like to the minute so seriously. And if you like were a minute late, like... I'd clock in at 8.01 and he'd be like, where were you? And I'd be like, you're new to Charlotte. Like there's traffic, really fucking bad traffic. Not to mention I live 45 minutes away. It's 8.01 and he'd be like, well, you better stay till 5.01. Like just ridiculous shit like that that just is so not, I mean, when you're in a job that really like, I don't know, care, like doesn't care about that kind of thing. Like they they care that the work is done and the goals are met and they don't care if it's done at 7.30 in the morning or 7.30 at night, like, Obviously show up to your meetings when and where you're supposed to, but just like that bullshit of like being tied to the clock used to drive me crazy. Um, But yeah, like he used to, we had like a team meeting where I literally was like, we were pretty much like in a full blown argument because he called a team meeting to be like, you know, if you guys want to, you know, leave at 4.59, then you're going to have to start get like clocking in and out for your bathroom breaks and everything and just like the most ridiculous shit that like the most micromanaging bullshit you've ever heard so I started looking for a new job and I also was kind of in the mindset of okay like I love paid search and I've been in it for four years but like should I get more experience outside of paid search to not pigeonhole myself so made the jump and went to a new company after four years um and this is the company that will down the road be getting an episode of all by itself. Um, I was there for 10 months and I was doing all kinds of marketing. So I was doing, um, a little bit of digital, um, a lot of like, uh, direct mail and billboards and things like that, which are 
quite boring in my opinion when you've come from working in like fast-paced digital for so long um so that that kind of sucked and I was always advocating for paid search and how important it is but they outsourced everything at this company so like paid search was just kind of ran on the back end by some you know outsourced agency and like I never got an input on anything so that kind of sucked but yeah I worked under a manager there who ruined my fucking life let's say I like my mental health really went into a dark dark hole after I started this second job um the like my second job out of college um I when I started off I should have realized the red flags at the time which we've talked about in our red flags episode the no training no proper onboarding no real description of like what my job was going to entail or like what the expectations were um but again like I feel like I was just naive and I didn't ask the right questions too and I I don't know I like I don't want to put like be like it's everyone else's fault because I should have asked more questions probably but I was just so set on getting out of the job before that and getting out from under that terrible terrible manager that I just was like I'm gonna make it work no matter what and I, I tried to make it work for so long that I was like putting myself into this hole and I was working like ridiculous hours like I was working I was getting meetings scheduled at like seven in the morning. So I'd be logging on before 7 a.m. And then I'd be working till some nights like nine, 10 o'clock. Like um, I was getting phone calls at like, you know, six, seven o'clock on a Friday night because someone didn't like the fact that the font on the PowerPoint that I made was 11.5 instead of 11 um, or, you know, instead of 12. Um, I was getting like there wasn't a there wasn't a full stop there was a comma like all crazy stuff like that like for for powerpoints that weren't even like final like they very much said draft in progress this is not finished but that was the kind of like micromanaging that I was working under like I didn't think it could get worse than the first dickhead that had fucking walked into job number one this guy wow it was like on a whole new level so our one-on-ones like we would all he would do is talk about partying, um, the raves he would go to on the weekends and things like that. And like, I would genuinely be like about to cry because I would like, I needed help. And there was no feedback. There was no, like, even if it was bad feedback, I just needed feedback. He could have fucking ripped me a new one and told me I was doing a terrible job, but I just needed feedback and I wasn't getting it at all. Like it was, it was tragic. Like I, I swear. And he would like even sometimes say my name wrong, like in meetings. And I'd be like, are you fucking joking? Like I'm, the, I'm one of your two direct reports. Like, why are you getting my name wrong? Um, so yeah, it was, it was really bad. Um, there was another time where like, he told me that a PowerPoint was really good. The information was perfect. I then had to present it to his manager and his manager ripped me a new one and was like, what the fuck is this bullshit? Basically. And then my manager called me up after the meeting and was like, yeah, I knew that was going to happen, but I like wanted you to see how it is to fail, basically. And I was like, why would you do that to anybody? Why, like, why would you do that to anybody? Why would you set them up to fail that badly? And this, though, that was the job where there was nights where I would like call Lizzie hysterical crying because like my boyfriend was like, he plays softball. So sometimes he'd be like at softball pretty late. Um, and like it would be like 11 o'clock and I would just call Lizzie hysterical and be like I don't know what to do like I am physically throwing up because I like cannot even think about work tomorrow I like I I don't know what I'm gonna do like I would just feel so nauseous at the thought of even having to wake up the next morning and go to work or like log into it was a remote job so 
just log into work and I spent a very very long time trying to find a new job trying to apply for other jobs and I could have started earlier but I wanted to stick it out like I've always had that idea in my mind of like you have to have a job on your resume for at least a year before you you know you jump ship and you go somewhere else and that's definitely another outdated um mindset I've, I've come to realize so I definitely could have started looking for jobs earlier um I think it was about five months in that I started looking for jobs so about half the time I was there really I was interviewing at other places and honestly nothing was working out and I don't know like if that was just I was applying to jobs that probably like I didn't really want I just wanted to, to get out of there and again like obviously I'd done that before and didn't fucking work out well for me um but I was so, so desperate to get out of this hellhole that I was in. I mean, it was shit. Like, I was so miserable in that job. And, like, again, we'll do, like, full full episodes on that job. Like, I feel like there's so many stories. I'm going to have to make a list. Like, I don't have enough time in this episode to go into, like, all of the crazy stories that, that happened with this man that I was working under. But he was extremely rude to me. He was extremely belittling and just that situation where like he would tell me to do one thing I would do it and then like 10 minutes later he would come back and be like why did why the fuck did you do that like that's not right and I'd be like you just fucking you just told me to do that um he would assign me like full marketing plans at like 4 p.m on a Friday and be like have it done by our 9 a.m meeting on Monday like just crazy expectations and I just absolutely hated it so I got out of that job um thankfully like found the the I saw the job posting again like I said for the job that was my capstone senior project um company in college and something in my gut just felt right like I hadn't really seen any job postings for this job up to this point or like for that company up to this point and I was like oh my god it was like look at that like I haven't even like really looked into that company since since college it's been what at that point like three and a half years um so applied did eight interviews I think it was long. It was a long interview process. I think I did eight interviews and I was, the more, every round of interview I went through, the more and more I wanted the job. And it was back in paid search, which in the last like 10 months prior to that, I had also realized that I wanted to be back in paid search so badly. Like I gave the other types of advertising and marketing a whirl and I fucking hated them. Um, I wanted to be back in paid search. It's so fast paced. It's so like, analytic-y like it's it's I just I really enjoy it that sounds so nerdy but I find it so interesting um but yeah I went through eight rounds of interviews and ended up getting the job which I think I like cried my eyes out for like two days straight because I was just so proud of myself and I was so happy that I had gotten this job and that I, I everything just felt right and like it was falling into place and I am five and a half months six months maybe into that job now and I absolutely fucking love it I still love it I love the people that I work with they're so helpful I get so much feedback um I'm not afraid to ask for feedback or ask questions like we can and again like in one-on-ones like obviously like the first couple minutes I'm like how was your weekend like telling fun stories like oh my god I did this or I have this coming up next week and like yes you can have those like oh I went to a party this weekend like conversations but that needs to be balanced with like having good feedback and like having like the actual technical conversations and getting help and 
having like conversations about like strategy and moving forward and and what you're struggling with and just like your mental health and like how are you doing are you still enjoying the job are you still enjoying working on the team and yeah I just I'm getting all of that at this current job and I'm working with a really really fun group of people and they're all so insanely smart I feel like I'm learning again which is something that I really lost for the last I mean if you combine like bad manager number one and bad manager and job number two um it was probably about a year and a half of me like really just like feeling so like unmotivated and and just like hating this nine to five thing but now I'm just like I'm motivated to learn I'm passionate about what I'm doing I'm excited to wake up like I don't dread waking up in the morning I'm excited I'm excited to wake up in the morning and log on and go to work and um you know I'm excited to learn and and to try new things and you know get more and more involved in the paid search world which is always changing um but yeah I just feel like it's a very I'm respected so much at this job I'm asked for my opinion um it's very much it's a relaxed environment like you can get your work done when you need to as long as you're hitting goals and you're going above and beyond you know you can work kind of a flexible schedule as long as you're reachable and you're showing up to your meetings you're getting you're hitting your goals and your kpis and like all of that kind of thing um which again like i've preached from the fucking like screamed it from the rooftops throughout every week of this podcast is respect your employees and they will respect you back they will get their work done they will go above and beyond like we are humans we are people we are not just employee ids um and that is something that I have finally finally found I think and obviously like knock on wood that um you know I that everybody at the job and likes me too um you know I get good feedback and that's been my highlight a couple of these past episodes too my weekly highlight or highlight of the week is that I've gotten good feedback and that's all I can ask for because feedback is going to help me improve and help me to grow and and I'm excited to see you know where my corporate career continues to go with this company and and beyond and I just hope that you know I can continue to bring more positive stories now to wine and climb obviously I have a whole notebook of the bad stories and the crazy stories and the neurotic management stories um that we're definitely going to bring to you over the next couple of months or however long this podcast runs for hopefully the next couple months or whatever and a couple years if you guys subscribe um but yeah that's kind of that's everything like my corporate journey up to this point in a nutshell I'd say in a nutshell it's been oh my god fuck it's been I'm sorry guys I was like I'm gonna cap this at 30 minutes it's been 40 um but yeah it's just that's kind of everything that I've been through and I think you know if I if anybody relates to having like terrible management and there you're feeling like just feeling like so down in the dumps about like I can't find another job and I'm under this terrible manager and I'm so strained or I'm getting shit on because I'm a quote-unquote little girl who looks like shit in her zoom meeting and just being like undermined and belittled and you're just feeling like you're just in a shitty management situation you will come out on top and you will find a better opportunity and I my dad once told me that what I don't know the quote now good good employees always outlast shitty managers and may that be like at 
your current company that you're at and like that manager will end up being fired and maybe there will be a chance for you to be promoted or if you just move on to bigger and better things like I did in both of the you know previous positions that I've been in moving on to bigger and better things because there is more for you and you should be respected and your work should be you know seen and heard and your opinion should be seen and heard and they matter and yeah that's that's my spiel and my two cents on everything you know kind of based on what I've been through over the past four years but I am very excited for where you know my current job is gonna go I'm excited for this little side project of wine and climb and to see where this podcast is gonna go and how you know the two can you know I can have some positive stories coming out of this new job and how I can share those with you guys to let you know there is light at the end of the tunnel and though we're going to talk a lot of shit at Wine and Climb there's also so many positives when you truly do find a job that you love or just find people that you truly enjoy working with so I've blabbed on for 45 minutes I am so so sorry if you guys have sat through this whole thing I appreciate you so much um so much for capping in at 30 once I get talking I can't fucking stop um but yeah just thank you for listening to this episode of getting to know me getting to know Maeve um you know we do our quick fire questions at the end of all of our episodes recently and you'll know I love friends Dairy Girls, Gavin and Stacey, Schitt's Creek, all of the funny shows balanced with a lot of dark true crime shit. Love a true crime podcast. Love a true crime documentary. Just finished watching Dahmer on Netflix. Highly recommend if you have not yet. Um, I love to exercise. I love to cook. I'm super, super close to my family. My little brothers are all like my best friends. Um, Me and my boyfriend have been together seven years. Like I said, we... Um, he's also like my best friend. We just, we're so polar opposites in so many ways, but we just balance each other out so perfectly. Um, and yeah, and then obviously like have some really great friends around me, Lizzie being one of them. Um, hopefully some other of our friends will be some guests on our podcast over the next couple of weeks. It'll be really fun. Um, and yeah, just thank you guys so much for listening and for supporting us you know, this far and being willing to tune in every single week. Um, we would love so much if you followed us on our Instagram at wine and climb podcast and also like us on Facebook at wine and climb podcast. Um, you can also contact us via email at wine and climb podcast at gmail.com. And that really like, we would love feedback, comments, um, anything that you love feedback. I've said that like 16 fucking times in the last five minutes. Um, but yeah, truly feedback, like comments, concerns about anything that you've heard or, you know, want to talk more about. Um, if you have crazy stories, like we've mentioned before, we want to have a segment where we're going to talk about our listeners, crazy corporate stories. Um, so definitely email us those to wineandclimbpodcast at gmail.com. Um, but yeah, definitely like check us out on all of the socials. And if you have not subscribed or liked or followed on podcast, Apple podcasts or Spotify, please do. And please leave a five-star review as it helps us out more than you guys will ever know. It really, really does help hugely for us to show up on like suggested listens and things like that. Um, so yeah, Thank you again so much for listening. I will leave it here because I have talked for way too long. I'm tired of hearing my own voice. But um, thank you for listening. And you will be back next week with me and Lizzie. And I'm sure you guys will be glad to hear her chime in and not have to listen to me for 45 minutes. So cheers, you guys. I hope everybody has an amazing week. And I can't wait to talk to you guys next week. Bye.